Hey, what up fam? It's your boy Norm, and I'd like to welcome you to episode 83 of the Evangelical Norm. So, there's a bunch of stuff I wanted to talk about, and I just kind of have to spread it out over the next couple of weeks. Um, I really wanted to address um, a couple of things on the abortion front, and um, just a really weird tweet that went kind of viral today. Um took a few screenshots of it because I'm pretty sure who I, the dude that, that posted it is probably going to take it down. So, But I decided I'm going to talk about that next week uh, because the 20th of, uh, of January, almost said July, the 20th of January is the beginning of Se- uh, Sanctity of Life Week. So next week I'm going to devote the 20th and the 27th I'm probably going to devote to issues dealing with abortion, um, talk a bit about end abortion now, um, and uh, kind of point you guys in the directions of, direction of where you can support that ministry and so on. So um, so today, uh, again, there were a couple other things that came up that were potential things I'm going to talk about, uh, one of which is the Mormons and, or Mormons. Saints Unscripted, because they changed their name from the Three Mormons because their prophet told them they weren't called Mormons anymore, um, until the next prophet comes out and says, well, you know, it's been the nickname that we've had forever, and blah, 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 and we'll go with it again, and then back and forth, back and forth. But, so, since they changed their name, and now they're doing a new feature where they're going to go through the Articles of Faith. Um, and I am going to, they actually did number 11, and so I'm going to be addressing that in a separate video. Um, and it's going to be a separate thing, and I'm just going to, I'm going to do it as those videos come up. So it's not going to be just a Sunday thing, or a Monday morning thing. Um, it's going to be uh, whenever. So probably tomorrow afternoon, I will uh, tackle the 11th article of faith video that they did and then I'll start there they started with that and then they're working their way from number one up so I'll start uh, doing those each day as they pop up um, also gonna start doing some reaction videos to Kwaku um, has his own channel which he's doing which he's not uh, apparently no, he's no not officially representing the church in any way so he's doing things on his personal channel. Um, obviously probably gives him a little more leeway to say things that um, the church would probably prefer he not. So I'm going to start reacting to a few of those videos as well. Um, kind of had a, an interesting little interaction with him tonight on Twitter. Um, so we're going to do that. So none of that is happening tonight. Tonight what I want to talk about um, a couple of stories have come up through the week uh, about some false teachers, and um, so I really wanted to kind of address that, uh, the impact that false teachers have upon the gospel, um, and just the ability and, um, what is the word I'm looking for, the credibility of those of us who, who do preach the, the gospel and the fact that so many people lump us in with these guys uh, that it, 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 let me just stutter a little bit more. It, um, what 
disappointed. I, well, I don't know why I can't think of words tonight. Um, it hinders, it uh, damages the credibility of evangelicals who are preaching truth. And so the first one I want to talk about, and I'm going to show a part of the video as much as I can handle of the video. Um, many of you have probably heard, well, actually most of you probably haven't heard of John Gray. I'm not going to call him Pastor John Gray because he's disqualified himself to be a pastor. Now, I haven't seen any kind of real godly repentance. I've seen a lot of worldly repentance. I've seen a lot of, I'm sorry I got caught kind of things. But I really haven't seen any um, real repentance, anything that would uh, indicate some, you know, fruit in, in keeping with repentance. Any, you know, he's not stepping down from uh, preaching at a church. He's not stepping down from being a quote-unquote pastor. Um, he's continuing on even though he's disqualified. So the story goes, um, he kind of came to prominence a few weeks back when it was found out that this man, John Gray, bought a $200,000 Lamborghini for his wife. So, I don't know uh, completely. Excuse me. Sorry. I don't know if this, uh, the money that he used came from church tithes, a salary that he got from the church, whether it's, you know, other speaking events or, uh, I don't know that he's written any books. I've never seen him on any book covers. Um, so I don't know where the money came from that he used to buy um, this $200,000 car for his wife. But he bought it, and there was a lot of blowback from on that. And then it came out that apparently the reason he bought this car was to essentially buy her off because he cheated on her and it appears as though the side chick got pregnant. So, um, all of this has gone down. And so, rather than he got up in front of his church and the video went kind of viral where he got up and he confessed essentially to this, but... That was a pretty much it. I mean, it should have ended with him saying, I can no longer be your pastor. I'm stepping down. I'm disqualified. I'm going to go into, whether it's marital counseling, biblical counseling with his wife for their marriage, whether it's going to go into um, biblical counseling for his issue with adultery, um, whatever it is, that's what it should have ended. Um but then it leads to the next video that we're about to watch, um, where apparently he ends up at, somehow, I mean, at T.D. Jace Church in the, the pews or chairs or whatever, at T.D. Jake's uh, place of entertainment and not worship of our one true God. Um, T.D. Jake's, again, false teacher, heretic, uh, denies the doctrine of the Trinity, um, uh, oneness Pentecostal, uh, yeah, weird guy all the way around. 
So he is apparently, John Gray posted something on Twitter about uh, feeling suicidal. So we are now going to see a video of T.D. Jakes casting the demon of suicide, essentially, out of John Gray. Let's watch. Hi, I'm David A.R. White, co-founder and managing partner of Pure Fruits Entertainment. (laughs) And I'm Andrew Logan White. Sorry, there we go. If we open it up, it's going to ooze, and if we open it up, it's going to leak, and if we open it up, it's going to smell, and we open it up, it's going to hurt, but if we don't open it up, if we don't open it up, it won't get better. What does that mean? It won't get better. It'll just stay bitter. And if it stays bitter, it won't get better. It'll stay bitter. It'll stay bitter and resentful and angry because nobody told you it was going to be like this. And I don't even want to open this up in public because I know how deep it is. Why do we get uh, Dr. Seuss um, preaching in these churches? If it's not better, it's going to be bitter. If it's not good, it's going to be bitter. If it's not... What is that? What does that even mean? Please, somebody enlighten me. But the Lord, while the anointing is passing by, there's too much anointing in this room to minister to everybody else and leave you sitting over there festering and festering and festering and festering. Especially, you said it in a joking way, but especially when the spirit of suicide hangs around your house trying to get you back. Apparently, this is this is all you need to uh, to you know cheat on your wife, spend two hundred thousand dollars of someone else's money on a Lamborghini uh, to pay off your wife, and then you get caught, and then you you know act like you're sad, and then you go to another guy's church and fall on the floor, and that's restoration. Now we get a little bit more of what are you even talking about, T.D. Jakes, Mumbo Jumbo. You don't get to run. You don't get to hide. You don't get to quit. You don't get to faint. You should step down. You don't get to do any of that. You should step down. Because it's not a stage that you prayed for. It's not a building that you prayed for. It's not an opportunity that you prayed for. Did you pray You've for always forgiveness? always God to make a man out of you. And he's using the stage to make a man out of you. He's using the building to make a man out of you. He's using the opportunity to make a man out of you. Standing back up on his feet. Put him back up on his feet. You're gifted. You're anointed. You've always been gifted because you've been broken. You've always been gifted because you've been broken. You've always been gifted because you've been broken. What does that mean? You've always been gifted because you've been broken? You didn't pray for a stage. You didn't pray for a building. You didn't, you know, God's going to use a stage to make a man out of you. A man, one, doesn't cheat on his wife. 
okay? First and foremost, a man doesn't cheat on his wife. Now, you know, and a man, when he does, we're sinful. We're men. We, men, Christian men, I don't know, man, I'm just so frustrated with this. Sin does happen. Sometimes sin does happen. And Christian men, when they sin, when I give in to temptation and look at pornography, I immediately have to repent. I have to go to my wife. I have to go to my elders. I have to go to them. And it doesn't necessarily immediately mean I'm, I'm gone. I'm disqualified. If repentance happens... Now, if I'm constantly looking at pornography and I get caught and then try to repent, that's disqualification. That is immediately grounds for disqualification. If I ever find myself in that situation, I should step down from the eldership in my church. I should go to my elders. I should go to my wife. I should, you know, admit I need biblical counseling. I need help. I need work and growth and maturity in the word. I need to truly godly repent. But if it happens because I get caught, which is essentially what happened with this guy, it's not repentance. It is worldly sorrow. It's not sorrow because of what you did and you um, you dishonored the salvation and the, the death on the cross that the Savior made on your behalf. It, it, it's not, it's it's that you got caught and you, you're, it frustrates me so much. And the problem is, is people see this and they hear somebody like me or Jeff Durbin or um, Ray Comfort or Aaron Shafalov um, or Rob Savolka or any of the guys that go out on the street, uh, Logan Holdaway. I'm going to just name guys you don't know, guys that I know, that, that go out and preach on the street and share the gospel. When these guys go out and call people to repentance, stuff like this kills the credibility that we have with people when we're saying, please come in faith and repent and, and put your trust in Christ and turn from your sin. And they go, well, I mean, this guy, he, he got caught cheating and bought his wife a $200,000 Lamborghini and then went and got some hands laid on him and knocked on the ground and he's perfectly fine. Why would I why would I buy into this kind of thing? You know, and and granted, yes, I'm reformed, I'm a Calvinist. I believe that God does all the drawing, God does all the saving. It's the Holy Spirit that draws people to himself. But yet, this still makes it difficult for us who go out and God uses to be that vehicle that he uses to draw people to himself. The vehicle that goes out and preaches the gospel. And stuff like this kills the credibility of, of that message. Because this is, there's no repentance here. There, there's no no admission of the need to step away, to be restored, biblically restored. This is just, you know, you don't get to run. You should, you, no, you don't get to run. You should step down. 
you should turn to the Savior and repent and recognize that you've disqualified yourself and that you need to go through whatever steps the elders of your church would dictate to go through and maybe be restored to uh, ministry. There's no guarantee that this man should be restored to ministry. And the way that this goes through, I don't think he ever should. At least not true Christian ministry. <sighs> Let's see if we can get through the rest of this. And you know how to flow, and you know how to bless everybody, and everybody got your gift, but nobody got you. Nobody got you. Nobody got you. They got your gift, but they never got you. They got your gift, but they never got you. I guess the girl he cheated with got him. You know, it's just, this stuff is just, it's so out there. It is so not biblical. None of this has any foundation in scripture. None of this has any foundation in in any of Old or New Testament. I mean, we can't even do what most of these prosperity preachers do and jump back to something in Abraham's time. You know, Old Covenant stuff. We can't even find this kind of activity in the Old Covenant, let alone in the New Covenant in Christ's blood. You know, this is not repentance. This is this is show business. Is really all this is. And it, it damages the credibility of those who go out and, and preach the gospel. The name of the Lord is blasphemed because of men like this. They never got you, and God is touching you. He's using it to touch you. He's gonna make a man. want to be a man and you want God to make a man out of you, step one, John Gray, and I hate the fact that Pastor John Gray is up here because he's not. He's disqualified. John Gray, you need to step down. You need to let someone else step in and pastor that church, and you need to step down and you need to receive whatever counseling needs to be done and whatever steps the, the elders of your church dictate for you to do, um, and then when you're reconciled to the father and you're reconciled to your wife without trying to buy her off with $200,000 gifts, then, then even remotely begin to consider being restored to ministry. I just, I, I don't see anything other way of talking about it or dealing with it. It's, it is what it is. And this is... It's horrifying to me to watch this stuff. And I mean, it's been going on for years. We watched it, you know, we watched it with um, Todd Bentley, you know, the kick, the, the lady with cancer in the, with the biker boot and smacking guys, punching guys in the stomach who have cancer and all the different stupid things that he did. Um, and then he cheated on his wife and ended up marrying the girl that he cheated on his wife with. And was immediately restored uh, by Rick Joyner and, and guys like that, other false teachers like that, into the 
the blasphemous heretical ministry that he engaged in. Yeah, so we've seen that. And then the other thing, and I didn't didn't cue up the video, but um, Joyce Meyer, this was almost kind of an encouraging thing, but we'll have, again, we have to wait. with Like with anybody else, like I talked a couple weeks ago about celebrity Christians and Justin Bieber and people who come to faith uh, and we get all excited because our our favorite secular artist is, is suddenly now a Christian and we want to elevate them to some level of, of uh, put them on some special pedestal as our, our celebrity Christians. We have to wait. We have to wait and see. But there's a video out there and you can find it. Maybe I'll, I'll look it up and put the, the link in the description below. But Joyce Meyer, there's a video going around of her talking about um, how her, what she learned from prosperity and how it got out of balance and the health and wealth, wealth uh, movement and how it got out of balance. And so there's this almost repentant uh, thing, but it just doesn't really go very far to saying, you know, I'm rejecting this. I mean, we'll leave the, the, the female pastor part completely out of it but you know the issues of her teaching about becoming little gods and um you know that we have god's sperm uh running through our veins and 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 so on different horrible things that and heretical things that she's said um false teachings that she's laid out there you know i'm encouraged to see her talk about the fact that some of this got out of balance but I mean, she really should be saying this stuff is wrong and I repent for having taught the false things that I taught. That's what needs to happen. It's not just a, well, it got a little out of balance. It's, it was completely wrong. It was completely unbiblical and I need to repent of preaching that. And then we can deal with, I need to repent of, of, you know, ignoring the word of God about, uh, the role of an elder and who can hold that role or not. And so we'll deal with that another time. But so, you know, there's, there's this, and then there's a little bit of eh, maybe some encouragement on the, on the horizon. But again, it's just something that we have to wait and watch. Um, I'm hoping that, that God will convict, truly convict John Gray of his sin and draw him into true, um, true biblical repentance. Um, I, I pray that God would get a hold of T.D. Jakes and, and, and show Jakes that, that God is triune, that it's not modalism, um, it's not oneness, it is, it is three persons and one God. Um, and I would pray that for that and pray that T.D. Jakes would walk away from his health and prosperity um, ministries and, uh, you know, this stuff, these these shows that he puts on, this is not church. It really isn't. It's entertainment. It is. It is seriously. It's just entertainment. It's the. I mean, there's a quote uh, from, and I'm not going to be able to find it very fast. But let me see if I can just um, pull up my Twitter and my see if I can find my photos and find this because it's. I've got it in a. And a meme, but it's a, it's a great quote by Spurgeon, um, which really um, 
deals with this situation and of course uh, giving all my pictures of my daughter uh, I'm gonna give it a couple more scrolls abortion stuff So essentially, it's a, a quote about, you know, entertaining the goats. It's it's just it's it's not it's not church. It is um, it's entertainment. It, it truly is. It's it's a clown show uh, for those who are just you know that are not sheep. They're not they're not following after Christ. They're being entertained. Um, they're having their ears tickled um, by these guys. And so I would pray that God would, would draw them out of those places, that he, God would draw people out of those false churches, those silliness centers, as Todd Friel calls them, um, and pray that God would, would really get a hold of these people. They, there's a sphere of influence that they have that I truly believe if, if they could come to know what the gospel really is and... Uh, and really turn in repentance, we, we could see huge revival um, if these guys would just find the truth and turn that truth to uh, be used in, in the sphere of influence that they have. I mean, some of these guys have millions of followers and you know they're hearing false uh, teachings right now, but they could hear truth. If these guys could hear it, and 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 a lot will reject it, you know. When a false teacher starts to preach what is true, the goats leave. When you stop feeding the goats, they go away. And I personally experienced this as a as a for a while a false preacher. I taught things that were not biblical, and then I went through um, Ray Comfort School of Biblical Evangelism, Living Water School of Biblical Evangelism. It changed the way I preached. It changed the way I saw the word. Um, and when it started changing the way I preached and I really started sharing the gospel and not a lot of self-help, uh, how to improve your life messages, a lot of the goats got up and left. And I was left with, with a lot of sheep um, that truly heard God's voice and and persevered in a place where they were hearing very little of, of the voice of the Savior for a long time. And they persevered until um, God stepped in and, and changed things. And so I, you know, I pray, I'm, I'm thankful, grateful every day for those people who were true believers in Christ and who um, were there praying for me, praying for uh, truth to be preached um and so you know just absolutely grateful and know the power of what can happen when when false teaching falls to the wayside and the gospel takes center stage in a church um and the the amazing things that god can do through that so pray for john gray that he would he would find god would grant him repentance pray for td jakes that god would grant him repentance Pray for Joyce Myers and all the other false teachers that are out there, Todd Bentley and Joel Osteen, um, Creflo Dollar, Benny Hinn, all these guys. I could go on and on and on. 
um, prayed that God would, uh, that the Holy Spirit would convict them of their sin and that they would, God would grant them repentance and they would turn um, and that they, most of them would step down from their pastorate, um, uh, from their pulpit and you continue to use their sphere of influence to, dr- to let God use them to draw people to himself, but that they would step out of those, uh, those pastoral roles um, until, you know, such time as they can be restored as a true believer. So let's pray for that. Um, and as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They are necessary. And until next week, soli deo glory.